and welcome back to another episode of Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we provide unasked for audio commentary on Star Trek episodes live. My name is Matt. My name is Sean. I'm Jake. Philippe. Aaron. Min Win. Min Win is Guess back. Star. Yes. Good day. Good I got day. The, I nailed the intro. You did. Jesus Christ. You so segued right into now. it. So what would you say is the name of this episode? So today we are watching season three, episode eight. For the world is hollow and I have touched the sky. Every once in a while, Star Trek likes to get poetical Mm. with their uh, titles. So they'll have episodes like, is there in truth no beauty? (laughs) (laughs) Or, and then the children shall lead us. Uh, So every once in a while, they they like to get a little pretentious with the episode. I liked it. I I felt Um, like a... Well, I... Let's see if the episode lives up to the title. It seems weighted. How much time is on the clock, Sean? We got 50 minutes and 42 seconds. Punch that triangle, sir. Three. Three. (laughs) Sorry. Here we go. You do the countdown. Three, two, one. Punch. Punch. Really, the person who has to punch the should also be the one who does the countdown. What is this? I don't like those things. You want checks and balances, man. You don't want absolute power. That's true. You don't want just one person. Mm-hmm. That's why they have to have two people turn the key. It's <laughs> yes. a punch in the triangle. Yeah. It's really a two-person yeah. job. Yeah. How funny would it be, Sean, if you and I both had to push a, <laughs> a, button, a button at the same time? This is like the beginning of War Games, right? This would have never, like, it would have never happened. Yeah. There's no way we would have been able to ever coordinate that it's well It's one enough. of those like theater warm-ups we used to do where you had to Sound like, machine. You had to count in mirror. A, you had to count to ten without anybody going in out of order. Oh, God. I, I love those that exercises. One. They really brought people together. What's the worst theater warm-up you guys have ever done? Or what's the most, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most theatery. Theatery. The most <laughs> theatery Pretending is... you're walking through different planetary... Exactly. Some people might know. That is exactly wait, what wait, I was Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I missed funny. it. How did you do that? I... What? <laughs> what is it? What is it? Okay, so Harry Teplitz, who was the God bless guiding fa- father of... The Shakespeare group, where we all met, and was sort of our guru and leader. Was he a student or a like? He was a he was a grad student. Grad. So he was older than us, but he was still young, a young man. Yeah, he was on campus. Um, he his favorite warm up. He was he directed a lot of the shows, and he loved to do a warm up where you (laughs) pretended you were on the atmospheres. Of different planets in the solar system, and he knew the atmosphere. And he was a he was an astrophysicist, so he knew the subject matter. Um, So he would say he would say uh, the first planet in our solar system is Mercury. It's very hot. It's very hot on Mercury. So close to the sun. And then everyone would have to sort of like walk around, jump around as if the floor was made of lava. Like, ooh, ooh, All right. ooh it's so hot. <laughs> you guys, and are... you do that for like a minute and a half. What do you guys do on your run? And then he'd go. The next planet is Venus. Venus. <laughs> Venus is Venus is very dense. It's very heavy. You're very heavy when you're on Venus, and so everyone would like. Crawl on the ground. ground. And then he talked about that fucking gravity was like. And now it's raining acid. It rains acid (laughs) on Saturn. (laughs) And you'd all pretend to be melting. Melting! (laughs) Melting! That was wow. that was that's the worst theater warm up of all oh. time. Yeah. I'm, I I never got to do that one. Really? You're by kidding. the time by the time I was there, Harry wasn't yeah, doing that. it anymore. Oh, but, <laughs> but the, you... in, the inheritors of Harry did it. No, I not, used to do it. No, really. I used to make people do it. Let's uh, do it next time. Maybe I did do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it now. When I graduated into directing, we're in space. When guys. I was gradu- yeah. when I graduated into directing. I asked Harry, I was like, give me all of your like theater warm up exercises. And he had, because he had like a binder with all of these yes. like theater warm ups in them. Should and I, he just gave it you to guys, me. You guys, I've never, yeah, Should I read the one. specs real quick? Yeah, read the specs real quick. Yeah. Uh, we're watching season three, episode eight for The World is Hollow and I Have Touched the Sky, November 8th, 1968. Uh, the, 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 the Enterprise discovers an apparent asteroid that is on a collision course with a planet is actually an ancient populated generation ship. 
Uh, what do you cool think idea. the uh, IMDb rating for this episode would be? Rick Aaron? spelled with R-I-K yeah. wrote this. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Just to, just to throw the 5476. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They didn't make no sense with these goddamn stardates. What is anyway, it? go ahead. Wow. Uh, That's a lot of info coming at you. Flat seven. Flat seven. Flat Mid-win. seven. Midwin. My heart says eight three, but I know it's not true. I don't care though. You're gonna go eight, eight three. three. Six zero. Oh. I'm gonna say six six. I'm gonna say six two. Seven two. Whoa. Erin right. wins. She uh, was I've the closest. I've done well tonight. Yeah. I don't want to believe in truth. I want to believe in my heart. You want to yeah. believe in beauty. <laughs> you enjoyed this episode, I did. did you? Okay, guys, we're on the planet you Klingon. Did? You yeah. feel very did you, aggravated. I, I was listening to this on my headphones, and I thought, like, oh, they, they had some moments where the music was really nice. It felt very romantic. You know, Bones gets to fall in love. He uh-huh. has this whole storyline. There's a spoiler alert. No. <laughs> They're coming to it. Sorry. Let's get spoiled. Sorry, Eric. Let's get spoiled. <laughs> You've never seen this. Try and tell me you've seen this. I know, I know that's a fucking lie. Dumbledore, Dumbledore fucking dies in this one, and he's gay. How dare you? All right, <laughs> I'm just that's how it happens in this episode, though. So. Sorry, folks. It does. Yeah, uh, but you're not here because you didn't watch it, or you care that you didn't watch it. You're here because for us. Yeah. For each and every one of us, our special selves. Erin <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is divorcing me with a I'll look a right now. Are you talking to me right now? No, we're I'll talking. do a quick 30 seconds on the premise of this episode. Okay, do, do, it, do, it, do it. McCoy is dying of an incurable disease. Convenient. They right. find this... Sexually ass- transmitted. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. They find this asteroid... But it's hollow in the middle, and people live on the inside of it. But they don't know that they're on the inside of an asteroid. They Mm. think they live on a normal planet. Planet. Mm. But they haven't seen the sky. I can't wait to see what that looks like. They've touched the sky. The world is hollow, and And they have touched touched the sky. That's the name of the episode. Uh, They beam down there. Mcoy falls in love with a native girl. But she also falls in love with him. Yeah, It's not just one way. Yeah. Uh, and then they all leave, and McCoy never speaks or sees or even the thinks wo- about even the thinks about the woman that he fell in love and married in this episode <laughs> ever again. That's that in forty yeah, more years of Star Trek, yeah. she's never he never thinks about. back about her. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's the writer's fault. They yeah. they never revisited. Yeah, but... I'm not blaming Doctor McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's fictional. <laughs> what a prick, McCoy. I blame he's not him. a real person. <laughs> I blame he not him. Choose to have that story written. I think they wrote scenes in the movies where <laughs> he like he refused gonna... to do them. Yeah, he's like, like, nope, like fuck, fuck this that shit. Bitch. I'm <laughs> done. I'm done. I got I'm what I did. I'm not saying that. Dr. McCoy don't need no clinging <laughs> vines. I got mine. He's moved on. I'm out. I haven't seen her in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> you married her. You are literally still technically married to her. That's true. They did have that ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. He leaves her married. Like, the last thing he says in the episode is, like, maybe I'll see her in a year. Hey, guys, is this the inside of an asteroid? <laughs> yep. This is the outside it's of an asteroid. It's also stage eight at Desi It's Loop. the inside. <laughs> it's the inside? Yeah. And then nice. I assume the sky is on the is corner like of the, Melrose. The shell. Uh, that's why it didn't, make, it didn't make any sense to me how they would be on the surface of an asteroid and yet somehow still breathing. No, air. yeah. Well, it was funny. So they're you guys... inside yeah. the asteroid. Inside the asteroid. Oh. They're in. What are those cylinders? Uh, yeah, cylinders. can you imagine the prop masters were told, "Hey, we those need are four. Beer, those huge. are hopefully beer container <laughs> containment units. Cardboard. <laughs> There's a thing called a Dyson sphere. Mm. You yes. guys know what a Dyson sphere is? I do because I'm a nerd. It's but... when it's a science fictional sort of concept about the megastructure. If you built a gigantic dome. Around the sun. Around the sun. To take all the energy. And you could absorb all of the sun's energy, and then you could live sort of on the interior That's that's that. the. There's an episode of Next Generation about them. Yeah, there they, is. They run into a planet that's That's like that. right. It's the one with Scotty in it. It's when oh. we see Scotty. Oh, is that the one with Scotty yeah. comes back? Is yeah. she? Is she? I like marriage? their hats. She's the one. What do you think of their hats? Ridiculous. <laughs> Are they clocks on there? Hey! Oh, no. <laughs> Kick that hat right off him, man. <laughs> it's like anti-mame. <laughs> It is like Auntie May. See, there she is. 
Who's that? Sean, do you know the stats oh, on uh, the actress McCoy's girlfriend uh, in this? I can pull it right up here. I do Why do you know like their like uh, history? Catherine Woodville is the actress's name. Dear uh-huh. God, those hats! Dear uh, God, she was born in England. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, uh, she was on lots of television shows. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's Pretty got lady. a good face. She was on Days of Our Lives. Ooh, uh, this is a weird episode robes. because it's both. A they use character this... has a love plot episode, right? Right. She was, but mar- it's also a Kirk has to outsmart uh, a computer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They kind of blend everything. Blended I like. <laughs> she was she was married to uh, Patrick McNee. Oh, the prisoner. Yep. No, that the saint. Neither the saint. 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 No, yeah. Patrick McNee no. was the prisoner. What? The saint was Roger Moore. <laughs> Oh, you're right. Roger Moore was the saint before he was James Bond. Yep. Patrick McNee was the prisoner, right? The secret agent man. Yeah, 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 you're right. There's a certain, like, uh, samurai quality to their sort of... Since we're on the subject of, like, um, to the hats, like, old television actors... Look at the way they're shooting this, though. Yeah, this this is some real abstract imagery here. Mm -hmm. Plaid hippie samurais. We're going to put the camera here. They're like... You know, there's this theory that cheapness inspires... Ingenuity, you know, like mm-hmm. if you have to be creative because you don't have a lot of money. Yeah. Um, there's a little. This, there's a little bit of that in this season so far. Like they've been, <laughs> they've had some weird visuals. Yeah. Like that guy's bowl cut. And yeah, the whole episode of the in the West. This is very yeah. Like that's all. very visually weird. Well, that the, the, it's it might be an example of them trying to be as creative as they can on on a budget. And sometimes that inspires yeah. wacky shots, like and those people going down the drugs. stairs. Well, you and, had, yeah, and it was 1968. So you had brought all... up the Shakespeare group. That was one of the tenants right there, just being cheap and finding creativity within that. Yeah. Uh, Question, does this group still exist? Um, no, but it actually... I mean, we're all still friends, but you mean as a like, formal group like at like, on campus? It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't, but it did for a surprisingly for a long time yeah. after we all were sure. gone. Because as recently as like I want to say like ten years ago, mm. <laughs> recently. I, hey, when you're as old as I, am, uh, ten years ago is pretty recent. Sorry, I got it. He was not the prisoner. He was not the saint. He was on the Avengers. He was John oh, Steed on the Avengers. Who was the, who was the prisoner? Patrick McGowan. Oh, that's right. Was, sorry, that's right. Sorry, both of you. None of this long dead men. <laughs> Uh, we speak your names incorrectly, but we speak them. So back to the Shakespeare group. <laughs> yeah. Does it, it, exist? Like, it, it for several years after we were all for quite no, a while. had nothing to do with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it existed. It, it existed, which is kind of cool. That we, you I kind of just want to take that us. flap and just see what's under there. On her flap on her bodice on her boobies. Can I real quick finish uh, correction corner from last <laughs> week's episode? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jake, play the jingle. So I didn't get to finish last week's Correction Corner about episode 49, Piece of the Action. So here's a couple of quick things. Barbara Eden uh, from I Dream of Jeannie. Oh, yeah. We talked about I Dream of Jeannie. Um, we, didn't, we couldn't remember if she was alive or dead. She's alive. Oh, wow. Uh, she is 87 years old. Amazing. Her wow. most recent credit is from 2018, so not that long ago. She was on an episode of Long Island Medium, which is um, a television episode show. about a woman from Long, Island, from Long Island who pretends that she can speak to the dead, right? Um, pretends. Mm. <laughs> but then they, she realized that... <laughs> but it's, so it's a reality show, so it's all true. Anyway, she did a celebrity episode, and Barbara Eden was on that episode. Guess who else was on the celebrity episode of Long Island Medium? Ricky Sean. I wasn't Specifically. on Sean was on it? No, uh, Kelsey Grammer. No, it's our close personal friend, Mark McGrath. Oh, that's funny. Hell yeah. <laughs> Who's Mark was McGrath? on an episode of Long Island Medium. Do you, do you hear that he's uh, deaf now? No. From all of the playing over the years? Yeah. Oh, I believe good. that. Bowie had he, that He same came thing. out. He came out and said that. That he's deaf, basically. Can't they need it. to take better care of people's ears mm. in the Yikes. music industry. You don't think about that when you're younger. 
No, because you're like, I'm going to rock. rock. Yeah, yeah, totally. Would... But yeah, David Bowie, that happened to. <laughs> it happens to a lot of them. You spend 30 years yeah, you, playing well, I mean, concerts a, in front of, you And know. for, I'm sure, 25 of those years, he had the best ear care you could get. Like, he probably had great. Yeah, but it's, it's an inevitable it's thing. still, you know what I mean? Like, mm. even the ones that are professionals that get the best shit. Mm. Right. Their ears still go at some point it just, in time. Yeah. You're, just, you're listening to loud ass shit. Like, Sting, I think, has it. So how do you compensate for that if you're still an active musician and you need your ear? You just have to adapt, adapt, I guess. I mean, you kind of know all that stuff. Like Beethoven wrote some shit when he was like completely fucking deaf. Fucking deaf. Yeah, you fucking deaf. Uh, Wow. Talking of Barbara Eden led us to a talk about Elizabeth Montgomery. (gasps) Favorite. Oh my god. Favorite. (laughs) Most beautiful woman in the world. According to Elizabeth Montgomery. uh, we knew she had passed away. We didn't Fli- know when. Philippe's favorite. Uh, uh, Philippe, yeah. Oh, sorry. Bleep that, Jake. Philippe. Bleep, 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 bleep. I did it too. Bleep me too. Is he going to erase the entire four last 45 <laughs> seconds? <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, Elizabeth Montgomery passed away in 1995 of oh, colon cancer yikes. at the age of 62. <sighs> too young. Uh, Vic Tabak, who is on so Alice. Hot. Yes, and in that episode. Alice. I thought, I said, I think he's in 12 Angry Men because I had just recently watched 12 Angry Men when we had that, when we did that episode. Uh, he's not. The person I was thinking of is Lee J. Cobb, uh, who looks quite a bit like Vic Tabak. Nice. Uh, the captain of Captain and Tennille had just died when we recorded that episode. That's right. Uh, Captain's real name? Anybody know? Nope. It's distinctive. Uh, (laughs) No. The captain's real life God given born name is Daryl Dragon. Oh. Uh, That's awesome. Was he a real captain? Yes. So he had two awesome names. Awesome. That seems unfair. I know. He's got so many awesome names. Jake, you have like such a normal name. He was not a real captain. What? And that's people still call him. He I mean, was, that's the best kind when you don't even earn it and people call you captain. Sorry. He was a backup uh, for the Beach Boys before he spun off into his own group. Uh, and Mike Love from the Beach Boys used to call him Captain Keyboard because he was their keyboard player. Hmm. And so he became the captain. I think that nice. makes him enough of a captain. Yeah. Good enough. I talked Good about enough for the hat. I had just seen Aquaman when we recorded the episode I'm with sorry. Momoa. And I mentioned that Jason Momoa. That Nicole Kidman plays Jason Momoa's mother I've been, in I've Aquaman. Been, I've been operating that. I believed you. And Aaron, well, it's, it's that's true. That's not the correction. You, you, got, but you got upset because you were like, "Fucking Hollywood!" Like, oh, you know, like she plays his mom. She plays his mom. But I didn't know how far apart they, in age they actually were. How far? Jason Momoa and Nicole Kidman. Anyone want to guess? I'm going to guess thirty, 30 years. years. Number of years? Thirty years apart. No, yes. they're like 10 years apart. Yeah. Maybe 15. Less than, less than 15. How old do you think Nicole Kidman is? Early 50s. <laughs> 62. Just take a random guess. I'm going to yes. say she's 49. She's her, I'm saying 50. Mid, I'm saying early 50s. I think she's 50s. in her late 50s. 47. But if she's in her early 50s and you think there's a 30 year gap between her and Jason Momoa, <laughs> Jason Momoa is you in think his 20s. Jason Momoa is 11. No. No. That would put him in his 20s. Yeah. He's in his 30s, early 30s. I, late 20s. <laughs> Jason Momoa is 39. Oh, my God. Wow. He's he's a good-looking 39. And Nicole Kidman is 51. Uh, They're 12 years apart. That's like... um, I'm sorry, Nicole Kidman. I'm really bad at this. this I I, I said I thought that she was in her early to mid-50s. Yeah. Uh, I was way off on Jason Momoa. I thought he was way younger than 39. Almost as old as us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. God, I need to... Look at us and look at him, and that's why I don't think he's 39. Nine, I'm going that, sure. Dude, sit-ups work, dude. <laughs> yeah. I fucking have not done one in eh, 20 years. I still am not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> not worth it. Not yeah. worth he it. is a very, very well 
developed 39 years old. Yeah, but he made that movie, so I'm like, eh, I'd rather just be And porn. he's a millionaire, <laughs> and he's married to Lisa Bonet, so his he's life is married to a Cosby kid. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, but the, one of the yeah, better Cosby Yeah, he's married to Lisa Bonet, the best of the Cosby yeah. kids. That's not awkward picturing. <laughs> I didn't mean that as a bad thing. I wasn't saying that it married a Cosby yeah. kid was a bad no, thing. Lisa Bonet is fucking cool. She yeah. was on... Uh, Big Little Lies. Did you guys watch Big Little Lies? No. Yeah. One of the moms on that. Wait, in the new epi- new season? Wait, I thought it was no, her in the daughter. first season. It was her I daughter. It was daughter. No, she was the wasn't she the the stepmom? I think it's her daughter. Oh, that's Zoe Kravitz. Uh oh. You're She's right. The that's her daughter. Lisa Bonet. She looks a lot like Lisa Bonet. She's got You're that right. perfect. But, that's right, because her Lenny Kravitz looks like Lisa Bonet. Like, like they just made a perfect child. <laughs> Gross. She looks a lot like her mom, though. That was our latest bit on Warped. Unexpected racism. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't what? racist. That wasn't racist. <laughs> They're not all the same person. They though. look similar. Lisa Bonet. Those two. And, and we lame. said they were hot. <laughs> they I mean, their mother are and daughter. Like the same level of hot. Like what I really like, am is ageist because I couldn't tell that one was the w- mother and one was the daughter. They're super hot, man. All uh, together. No unexpected here's ageism. Another, here's another fun fact about uh, Nicole Kidman. She's American. Australian. She was, I thought she was born. Her parents are Australian, and she was raised in Australia. So it's ac- technically, she's a dual citizen. She was born in Hawaii. Her parents were both in Hawaii uh, on student visas when she was born. So She's her parents an are Australian. Baby. Yeah, but she is, is that what you call she it? She is an anchor well, they, baby. She's everything that Trump, Trump feared. Who was an anchor baby that didn't stay? If their family went back to and Australia back to after Australia. she was born. That's right. The wall they worked. They that anchor up real fast. <laughs> the wall worked. <laughs> The wall but around she's Hawaii. She's an American, yep. so she still has to pay American taxes. Yeah, yeah. fuck her. That's America. She, uh, that just, I, I want to just correction throw a little, corner on episode. Oh, I just want to throw a little. Uh, de- she shows her bush in Eyes Wide Shut. Just, uh, mm-hmm. just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. True. That is yeah. a terrible movie. I have never been more excited mm. to see a movie and more disappointed mm. by it. I was like, I was a huge like Kubrick, like no, I was loved super it. huge Kubrick fan, and I still like that movie. And it was for like some it's his last reason. movie. It's these two gigantic movie stars. It's supposed to be like it's going to be the best movie ever. And I was, I didn't like. But that you at get all. the feeling that he felt like it was amazing. Well, he died before it was Came released. Out. Mm. So how and Spielberg after, finished it, right? Oh, no, somebody. It was all happen. almost. It was pretty close, pretty close. to done. There like, wasn't a lot. They had done. They were done filming. They were just doing the post production stuff. But it was mostly done. So he's still to blame. <laughs> I just don't think it's a very good movie. No. No. I've never. I seen liked it, it at the time, but I didn't have a lot of. Kubrick to compare it to. I wasn't like a deep student of his, so. Well, who of us? Has it was gone sexy to times in the '90s or whatever. A millionaire party where they're just banging masks, each other. Venetian and, masks yeah. and Nicole and Kidman. And she's the real problem with that movie is that she's not in it enough. Yeah, because she's in the you beginning. You follow Tom Cruise for ninety percent uh, of that movie, and he's just like, and he's walk, just like walking through it, and he's and walking like, through it. He's walking through, and it's movie. not even clear what his problem you is. You guys, we should watch it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'll be the our, no. our end of season the three five part special. <laughs> I love the, the movies we picked. <laughs> last time was the cat from outer space. <laughs> yeah, then, I know. And then followed by eyes wide shut. Basically the same. We're all movie. over the map. I tried to watch that movie, so you know somebody mentioned like I watched some porn, but I couldn't even get through Eyes Wide Judge. Like I was like, Jesus Christ! It's not this... a sexy movie. No, oh. it, it tries to it be. No, to be, I don't even think it's trying. I think it's intentionally not. Like, I don't know. I think they were trying to do like. I, don't know. I mean, they're I trying to, like, to watch it and talk whole... about it. Whoa, yeah. these are some outfits. What is that? Re- uh, is that the SNL cast back there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with Philippe. It, it feels like they were they were trying to go for some sort of sexy. Maybe it's not traditional yeah. or mainstream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just more like, hey, we're gonna be really frank and like in your and we're face. Fifty Shades, real life. the darker Fifty Shades. Yeah, but like, yeah, like yeah. hardcore. Like you know, what has I mean? anyone here sat through all the Fifty Shades movies? Nope, I haven't seen one. I mean, we need to bring no. Fat Money back. Need yeah. Fat Money. He's seen them all. Wouldn't Wouldn't you he be the main candidate too. for that, Aaron? I would be, but I I barely got through the first one. I don't think the two people have any chemistry with Mm. each other. It's awkward. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just not a sexy movie, and mm-hmm. it's uh, but it's done well, like financially, right? That's what yeah. I've heard. So well, good for that. A lot of people devoted to the book, so you know. They made what three, so, right? Yeah, they made yeah three of them. So I that was the end of uh, <laughs> that last corrections episode. for episode forty nine. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> now we got to get to the real corrections. And I, <laughs> I also have corrections for for this uh, that I planned out for this episode. Perfect. If anybody would right, like to yeah. hear, yeah. It. play the jingle again. Double jingle. <laughs> double jingle. Double. You have Jeopardy. to create another one where they're like again, again. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So these are the corrections for episode 50, the immunity syndrome, which is the one, Aaron, you'll recall this. Uh, There was a giant amoeba, a space amoeba that was trying to eat the ship. Was I even here? You were. Got it. Hey, how many people are in Maroon 5? (laughs) Five? Five? Five Five and a half. Nope. Seven. Seven. Holy That's shit. That's too many. Ooh, That's so... something we talked about, by the way. I didn't just bring that up for no reason. All right. Uh, yeah, there are seven of them. Did we I guess read... or did we not know? We or... couldn't. We didn't know. Nobody knew. Well, how many are in BTS 49? Uh, <laughs> Jake made the joke that Eiffel 65 48. didn't have 65 people in it. That's right. Uh, which is true. Yes. Um, I, I looked up. I tried to find out why they're called Maroon 5. And apparently, it's a secret. Oh, I, I found an interview. Yeah. I found an interview with Adam Levine. That where he guy was, is such a douche. Where, where he's like, "We will never tell people oh, why we named you. the band Maroon Five because you don't know." He just fucking made that shit up. Like someone was like Maroon Five, man. So during the episode which we found, which we taped um, quite a while back now, uh, it was just before the Super Bowl, and Sean. Uh, irritatingly <laughs> kept interrupting to shout things like Rams win the Super Bowl <laughs> in the middle of, in the middle of me trying to do my correction corner. So I would just like to make a correction: the Rams did not <laughs> win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for for reminding me of that. Yeah. Who did win that? In Super case Bowl? people were listening to that episode and thinking, "Well, the Rams won the Super Bowl." I mean. <laughs> They said it. Uh, they did not. Don't believe everything you hear. <laughs> In my heart, they'll always be champions. We it. talked about the Barbara Streisand, Nick Nolte, <laughs> uh, Rom Drom, There's uh, the, the Prince, Prince of Tides. Yeah, yeah. yeah Prince did. of Tides. I totally fell asleep watching that. It's uh, <laughs> a good one to follow. Philippe, Philippe made a pretty great joke about how. <laughs> we were talking about porn and Prince of Tides. <laughs> what? Kind of at the same time. Of course we were. Chocolate and peanut butter. That tracks. <laughs> Philippe, like said, Philippe said that uh, the, the <laughs> this movie will drain your ball. <laughs> <laughs> Would be like the bull quote from Roger Ebert on the poster. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thank you. Did you have an experience like that? Uh, I think you meant. I think you meant emotionally, right? I have seen Prince of Tides. Disaster. Yeah, this movie will drain your balls. <laughs> Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun Times. That would have sold tickets. Butts so, of seats. So I looked up Roger Ebert's actual review <laughs> of Prince of Tides. <laughs> It wasn't that. <laughs> Just to see <laughs> if maybe he did say something like that. Uh, he didn't. Although he did like the movie. He gave it three and a half out of four stars. Wow. Wait, he doesn't just because it drained his balls. It drained his yeah. balls. He called it an assured and very serious love story. Well, that's just critics speak for drain your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> Streisand pays attention to the human quirks and strangeness of her characters. So, there you um, go. good movie. Jesus. Good maybe, movie. Good review from Roger. Maybe Rebe. we should scratch watching Eyes Wide Shut and watch Prince of Tides. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there's such a long if you go back and listen to the episodes there are so many that lo, there's such a long list of, of things where we should say we, we should watch that yeah. <laughs> but we did watch Cat from Outer Space constantly try to come up with something else to watch we should watch the last Starfighter we're supposed guys. to watch <laughs> 
<laughs> what else can we watch beside the thing we're forcing ourselves to watch? Should we, we watch, watch The Goonies? That's a good movie. <laughs> I know. That is a good idea. Anything is better. Yeah. I think we should watch Cruel Intentions. I, I'm, no, Cruel Intentions 3. I'd love to we watch, need to watch Cruel Intentions. Yeah, because we missed all the, three of them. I get it. The I missed the re release. I know, but we could watch it in here. <laughs> Is that with Catherine Zeta Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, three? <laughs> Gruel intentions? I don't know. What are you thinking of? I've don't worry about it. The Chicago. one with the lasers? Chicago? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chicago. The, the tablets that they have on the bridge that Kirk sometimes signs that look like those things you could lift up. Yes. And yeah. Magda, the, Magda, yeah, the yeah. We, we thought they were called Magda Doodle. Sean said, no, that's a different thing. That's where you can draw on yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And it pushes off. And then yeah. I said, Sean said, you need to do a corrections corner for this corrections corner. And I said, no, I'm not going to do any more work <laughs> on this particular <laughs> subject ever again. And then uh, today I did. <laughs> Those things are called magic slates. <laughs> and they look like this. I will pass this oh, around. It's more like the old uh, oh, carbon mag- paper. Magic slate. Yeah, magic slate. That's what they're called. Huh? I that... remember those And they now. have like the designer on the side. Uh, yeah, they came with that red pencil that was like... like oh. a total truck stop. Like... And then you lifted up the little... They were the, the truck stop version yeah. of a Magna Doodle. That's what we said oh, on the episode. But these. we couldn't remember what they were actually called. The Sean insisted versions. they had their own unique name. He was right. They're called uh, magic slates. Did you guys tweet out these images? You should. You sure. Should. Think about it. <laughs> Just give more work to Jake. When he's, <laughs> he's busy. You know? He's he does he, this he for free. An, he never answered the porn question. Yeah. How much time do you spend, Jake? He's like he's blowing. He's or double. Do you do you that? I do. Yeah, four hours. Yeah, four hours. Hours a day or a week? I wouldn't have thought of. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions, yeah, gentlemen. Exactly. He is masturbating right now uh, to his. Phone, so I think you would say uh, four hours a day. The Google search that led me to the magic slate: cellophane drawing magnetic toy, and it came right oh, up. Right. Magic slate. Good yeah. job. Did you? That's a okay. good. Job. How long did that take you Thank to find? You. Did you just get that? Was it that was the one? very first hit. Oh, nice. I mean, did you like look around for a while before you were came upon? No, I no. googled cellophane drawing magnetic toy. That was the first thing you googled. First thing, images, oh. and it was like the third of. He's image. good at that. You're good at that. I'm He's good at a the smart Google. man. He was on Jeopardy. A lot of people are not good at the Google. I know. Yeah, I lost on Jeopardy, but that's okay. <laughs> Just like weird. Thanks Al. for bringing it up again, <laughs> man. Yeah. Never, never, Did never you, fails. He could have had twelve thousand dollars for. <laughs> I five thought time could erase some of those wounds. Money? No, the pain is still there, man. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, Sean said that his favorite book is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and then he said that he had read that the number forty-two, which is famously the the answer the to special number, the big mysterious question, life, the universe, and everything. Um, everything. Sean said that he had read somewhere that if you translate 42 into binary code, is, mm. is this, are you remembering? I remember, and I, and I knew I didn't know what it you was. You said that it would um, spell something. Like B-U or something. Uh, B-U, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so I looked up what, if anything, that number means. Uh, some proposed that it was chosen because 42 is 101010 in binary code. Light, reflect, light refracts through water by 42 degrees to create a rainbow. Light requires 10 to the negative 42 seconds to cross the diameter of a proton. These are all like fan theories. Very nerdy. 42 yeah. refers to the number of lines in, the pa- in a page of a paperback book. Blah, 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 blah. Here's Douglas Adams on the subject. It was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. The best. It had to be a number, an ordinary, smallish number. And I chose that one. Binary representations, base 13, Tibetan monks are all complete nonsense. It's kind of like what's happening with Star Trek. I sat at my desk, (laughs) stared into the garden, and thought, (laughs) 
42 will do. <laughs> End quote. Oh, as if I didn't nice. love him. Yes. As if I didn't love him enough. That's amazing. Bravo, I was thinking, Adams. isn't that Jackie Robinson's number? It is. That's what I thought of first. Well, so the number 42 has no meaning in the uh, well, omniverse sure to, of Douglas to, Adams. Yeah, I never doubted that. But, but I just, somebody came up with something along those lines. Jake and, <laughs> Jake and Philippe. Bleep, bleep. <laughs> Jake and Philippe said that they wrote, they read Dragonlance novels. Yep. Uh, I had as well. Yes, yeah, I didn't fan. know what they were, what those were. They're D and D sort of novels, novelizations, yeah. right? Or mm-hmm. set in the world of D and D. Yeah, right. The, yeah, you get and to there go along with a, their adventures. A fuck ton of them, by the way. Yeah. I remember really loving those. Yeah, they took me off into a fantasy world. Cool, man. I suppose that was, looking back on it, that was the start of my D&D love. Okay. Great. How old were you? Were those right. elementary or yeah, middle school? Probably elementary, later elementary, yeah. early high school. Yeah. And uh, you do also Yeah, love- they were sort of like 11, 12, mm. like in there, like mm. you'd start reading books like that. Mm-hmm. Because I can remember reading Star Trek novels. And <laughs> yeah. I, read I never read Star Trek novels. I read a, like I read a, a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> so you really want to pull the nerd yarn <laughs> on me, man? <laughs> no, yes. yes. That was, that I was didn't it. realize that. You're saying that? I read D&D novels are fine, but... Star Trek, you're really pushing. <laughs> yeah. it. You're no, I'm not saying nerd. they're pushing it. I'm, I, I respect you for that. I love. So you for that. I went to a friend's house. Like we, I had just lived. I grew up kind of in uh, in an island environment, so I was. Jake read Star long. Wars novels. That's right. Those are the worst ones was, of all. I was living in a in a sort of. I was apart from American culture, and mm. I came back. I went to a friend's house who had been back, who I knew on the islands, who had come back, and he'd already acclimated, and he was reading Stephen King novels. Mm-hmm. And then he mentioned... This was the same episode where we talked a lot about Stephen King. Yeah, and then I was like... And then he showed me, like, he's like... I'd like... I don't think I'd ever read a novel, <laughs> much less anything else. Like, it never occurred to me that, like... It was a thing you could do. Yeah, it was a thing you could do. And he was like, oh, well... He's like, you should read these ones because you guys like because we play D and D. We used to play. We had played D and D together in sixth grade. So, and, and he was like, try these Dragonlance novels. And I was like, all right. And he <laughs> may or may not have given me one. That might be just sort of, uh, you know, an anachronistic memory. But sure. Uh, he like pointed it out to me. I read it, and I was like, "You loved it." I was, I loved it. It was like everything I wanted a novel to be, and I read all of them. And then, have you introduced your kids to it? No, but they're they're not quite there. Oh, not quite yeah, there. I think honestly, you have to be like twelve ish, probably. To... I remember liking uh, uh, "Choose Your Own Adventures" before Dragonlance. Like that was the, yeah, I like those earlier too. period. They were short, and you were yeah, just yeah. like. No. Super easy to read. And then you would always cheat yourself. You're like, <laughs> no, I'm going to go over yeah. to that file. And you would see that it was a short paragraph. You're like, nope. I didn't mean to do that. I'm I not would going cheat. over it. Yeah. I would cheat. You just so hold my hard. finger on the back. <laughs> I would cheat so hard, too. I would start, like, I'm going to go. I would put my fingers <laughs> yeah. in the book yeah. to, like, yeah. like, bookmark the different yeah. page. If, like, if there were three choices, yeah. I would pick, I would put my pa- my finger in at each if of the If you fight pages. the snake, turn to page <laughs> one. And then I would choose the one I like. Do you guys also drive in the carpool lane with only one person? (laughs) That's a whole different kind of cheating. That inconveniences other people, man. That's not okay. No, this is a. There's no harm from cheating at choose your own adventure. (laughs) You're only cheating. It's like cheating in solitary. The only person you're cheating is your your own moral code. Yourself. But You're like, <laughs> I like how I would rationalize it. No, I never. I wasn't gonna do that. I wasn't gonna fight this. Name. I would never have done that. I know. I just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you read the part, and it's like, well, if I'd known I there was that, a hole there, yeah. And then you, yeah, yeah you, you wanted to read the writing, extra information in the follow up, like that I didn't know about. I in, our, I... in our most recent Cthulhu game, oh. there came a moment where. Uh, a, a, a clearly the least nerdy one of us just hang on for the ride, girl. <laughs> oh, Half of us are in that game. A clearly know. villainous and horrible person suggested to the players that they should all get in a car with her and drive to a sort of deserted, Fools. unprotected location. 
and they all went, okay, sure. yeah, that seems like a good idea. <laughs> Why not? Let's all get in the hey, car. Those are just good players following the plot. I was like, all right, this no, lady wants they to. Were inten- they were being dumb. <laughs> So it's That's true. giving them too much credit. What happens in horror movies where those teenage kids, they make a bad decision, that happens. Don't go out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to sometimes. Did you see Cabin in the Woods? I love Man. that movie. Yes. I love that movie. I love so that movie because it totally ma- it totally makes fun of all of those things. And it has such a great like And makes it part. all fit. It has such a great third yeah. act. It's, it's 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 smarter and For- better. For something like we that, we should watch it here. It's so much smarter and better <laughs> than you think Aaron it's going to be. Aaron says we should watch it. You think it's going to be this sort of like silly thing, but and for then something it, like that, it just I... gets smarter and smarter as it goes along. It's really one of my favorite movies. Have you guys watched Shaun of the Dead? I, I, I yeah, like but that's that. more of a spoof. Like, yeah, <clears throat> Cabin in the Woods has the courage of its convictions. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it does not shy away from. That from the ending, you yeah, know what the, I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's it doesn't heavier. cop out at yeah. the end. Yeah, that's why I think it's pretty amazing. Uh, I, I was watch it again. Quad, you know, constantly astonished by that. Is movie. it on Netflix? Uh, Let's stop this and we're switching over. Are you genuinely asking? Yes, I'm genuinely. Uh, asking. I don't know. I have it. I, I can it loan too. it to. I've never too. seen I, it. It's one of the few movies. Oh, I it's bought. great. And I've actually said these Catherine words. Won't like it you. is you my favorite movie. Well, I've said the words. It is my favorite movie. Like well, literally, uh, my favorite movie. I need to watch it. It's then. really that's it's Joss really Whedon. So yeah? amazing. Yeah. It is. He Josh, wrote it. He wrote it. Somebody else directed, else directed it. it. But and, and it's great. And it's got Thor, right? Yep. Pre Thor. <gasps> Thor is. In oh, it. really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't even remember. Uh, Chris the guy Hemsworth. who plays Thor. Chris Hemsworth. Who's Thor? You of all people, the prettiest of the Hemsworths. No, you're not a Hemsworther. I think you would be if you saw Chris Hemsworth. You'd like him. Hmm. He's hard. Uh, he's, he's hard. He's hard. hard. He's got like a uh, Sean. You you abs sort of. <laughs> I think you thought His stomach is moguls. that James Patterson, the author, was the same person as Michael Peterson from The Staircase. <laughs> no, <laughs> I That's thought awesome. that because. Philippe kept calling him James Patterson <laughs> yes. when he talked about the staircase. I did. Yes. <laughs> so, awesome. so the first correction is you called you called it the stairway. <laughs> so I I had to sort of figure out. I think he's talking about the staircase because then you were like, "Isn't the stairway guy James Patterson who writes books for kids?" Like, and I was I, I sort of had I? to decipher <laughs> that. But I think what you meant was that. I think by stairway you meant staircase, and by James Patterson you meant Michael Peterson. It all yeah. makes sense. And yeah. I think, I probably... but James Patterson, who famously writes a million books, uh, not by writing them at all, but by hiring people to write them for him, and then he slaps his name. Right, on them. right. I know who he is. Which that is... guy. That guy does write children's books. Yeah. Which so is that's worse the guy than pushing about. your wife down the stairs. Do you? And I'm right? saying, I didn't think that that was who it was. <laughs> But on more than one occasion, Philippe referred to the person that the staircase is about as Michael, James Patterson. Michael, Michael okay. Peterson. That's instead of true. saying the right name. I just get I just you know, like when you have kids and, and my kids and one of my kids has a like shit me. ton of James Patterson books. And so it was like, like So oh, he writes So he writes shitty thrillers for adults. Uh along came a spider and things like that. Yeah. Um and then he writes sort of shitty thrillers for children. And the kids love well. them. Um, I Confessions, to... Daniel X, Maximum Ride, yeah. uh, Middle School, The books. Worst Years of My Life. He was a Treasure hunter, copywriter keep... for advertising. <laughs> House he... of Robots. <laughs> and he Public wrote... School Superhero. He wrote the, th- he wrote the, the slogan, Witch and Toys R Us. I'm a Toys R Us kid. So that's wow. his real... Was that James Patterson or Dean Koontz? Sci-Fi <laughs> Junior High. <laughs> Adding more. <laughs> Fuel to the there are a fuck ton of books in, in, under <laughs> James that Patterson's. that Mary Higgins Clark? Were those just the kids ones? Those or were just that... the kids oh, ones. Wow. Mm. He's made his own. And that was a short, that was not the full list at all. Prolific. Has he actually ever written his own book? I think he must have in the at beginning. At some point right? in time, he had to have written Anyway, one. he was but an he, ad writer. He's long he ago worked, turned himself he did into this, a he did the Toys R Us one-man slogan. publishing industry. 
His books will say James Patterson in gigantic letters, and in the tiniest font you can imagine, <laughs> underneath it, it'll say and it. Joanne Blow, and it's like, oh, she's the one who wrote the book. Who fucking wrote this book? And it's better than James Patterson could ever fucking write. But so did uh, uh so so sorry did Bones get to have sex with this lady? Well, they got married. Did they have a did they have a love? Did they, they have a honeymoon have, night? I think they leave, they Whoa. leave that up to What's your imagination. What's happening with their temple? They, she's, they extracted it's the a, chip. She's a stone They put pilot. a thing in your head that makes you obedient. <laughs> we missed the line, but they talk about the insertion. We missed this entire episode. The, uh, <laughs> Not the entire episode. They talk about the insertion of the obedience rod. Oh. Chip. <laughs> Do they call it a chip? I thought they called it like a rod or something. It's like, yeah. It is a chip, but it's I a... think when they referred to it, it was like they must be, have the obedience inserted into their raw, something like that. So anyway, Philippe talked about uh, the quantum eraser experiment. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was What's talking that? about watching videos, science videos on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I looked into that and I still don't understand. What's, what's a quantum eraser? Well, the quantum eraser It's a it's a quantum physics sort of experiment. Like Schrodinger's cat. It's almost exactly like Schrodinger's cat. It kind of makes the exact same point. Uh. If I'm understanding it correctly. I mean, it's basically showing that subjective reality is subjective. Is sub- just found a photo album, just so you guys. That know. objective reality is subjective. Yeah, objective reality. There's a subjective component to the universe. Observing, observing a thing has an effect on the thing, even in the past. So, like, if you take a measurement of a photon that goes through uh, two splits, and you measure it, but you don't look at it till later, the uh, fact that you look at then. it can change. Hmm actually which way it went so it's basically like your subjective experience actually can change the physical reality of the universe that's so. interesting because the cthulhu adventure that we're doing right now matt Nimasha <laughs> yes. is writing and it's very much about that it's about uh well, it's a very popular i mean it's a very like it's a thing that people think about in physics still to this day because it's never i mean it's something that they're, they're still trying to work through you know in terms of like you know in quantum physics is a very difficult uh, and poorly understood, even by f- the physicists who study it, uh, it. It's very non. It's very abstract. So they very say like they're physis- the quantum physicists often joke that you know, there's you. The first thing you learn about quantum physics is that you don't know anything about quantum physics. So, so the eraser means that they can go back and change the. Result? Yeah. So what it is is like they can they can. Uh, be- uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait for it, Matt. Matt has a thought. And then we talked about whether or not anyone had ever been caught masturbating. <laughs> uh, that's a quantum eraser you yeah. would want to totally deploy. Speaking of that a, is, a quantum eraser. That is yeah. a quantum certainty. <laughs> oh, Thank you for bringing us back yeah, to real back world to the, uh, examples. I love it. Do you guys remember talking about that? I do. So, Min, you weren't there for that episode. No, no. Were you ever caught masturbating by, like, your parents so, no. or Fortunately a sibling? Well, you've never masturbated. You've never masturbated, correct, right? Correct, Min? What's that? I'm sorry, Philippe? I said you've never masturbated, right? Oh, uh, n- <laughs> mostly in real life, I have. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, probably, uh, I can't think of anything specific, but I can imagine, like, times where, where maybe my mom may have come, and, and maybe I just was, I covered myself up with a, a blanket. Close call. Close yeah. call. Yeah, maybe close some call. close calls. We, c- we kind of joke. And maybe the parents sound... are just kind of like, eh, I'm not yeah, going to. Yeah, they're, we know yeah. what that is. They're just really asleep. Yeah. yeah. Or they know what it is, and they're choosing not to be <laughs> yeah, but. a dick about it. I spent I... an hour and a half in the bathroom pooping, and my parents were like, oh, Me he too. just takes long poops. Me I'm just going to accept that reality. Question, so, question. You still take long poops. <laughs> <laughs> and at the office. Where do you about, think those two hours about, come from? We talked about the four hours. You said and much. we talked about how long he likes to go to the bathroom when yeah. he's at work. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, the thing is, like, now you I'm just hands I'm at work. You're not jerking off at work. No, right? oh my no, God, no, I don't do that because I'm just not in that work mo- is mood. Not sexy. No, ever. it's not. I wish I could, but I literally I'm just like 
looking at Reddit or what reading. I used to read. I was reading. Well, usually you're answering phone calls. Yeah, I'm answering phone calls. She, she calls call. while you're in the bathroom. Every time I go pee That's or poop, she calls. And then I'm just like, I can't. I must answer. know. CTP. I have a- so CTP. the reason this comes up again is because it's Corrections Corner. Uh. And I said during that episode that I could not remember a time where I'd ever been caught masturbating. Go on. After the fact, I remembered a time. Yes. Oh. Tell and us I was all like, the details. And I was, I've been holding on to this for months. Okay. Because I was like, if we ever get to this episode of Corrections Corner, I have to be, I have to be um. true to corrections. I have to tell the true story. <laughs> there right. is no higher law than There's correction. no higher law <laughs> than my own self-imposed law of follow the fucking corrections rules and correct things when you hear they're wrong. All right, get in that corner and tell uh, us the story. So, okay. Listeners. So, so uh, my freshman year of college. Ooh. UCLA. UCLA. I lived in Hedrick Hall, which... For people who don't know, <laughs> Ooh, you it, lived up on the hill. It's a it's a big, ugly screening. Sorry, rectangular, well, T shaped building that was built in the sixties. It's not at all like your modern day attractive dorms. Like right. it's a relic, uh, and it had these just like small little cement box. Rooms, right? Oh, I lived there. Some of you lived in the. Those, yep. I lived in that high, one. The high rise too, dorms. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I had a roommate, uh, whose name was I want to say Adam, although I also think it could be David. <laughs> That's <laughs> I mean, but I think his last name was Silver, and he can't have been named David Silver yeah, because that's the guy from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. So it must have been Adam. Um. And he and and uh, if you wanted to, you could rent from this company uh, like a wooden structure that you could build in your dorm room oh, that like turned your beds box? into bank into bunk beds. Mm-hmm. Oh, so rather okay. than two beds side by side, you had two beds that were up above, close to the ceiling. And so you you had, had a little a more desk. room on the ground mm-hmm. for your desks. And I stuff. thought it was a box you could build around your bed so no one could see you jerking <laughs> off. No. But I needed to make that. But like the, a doghouse. This, this construction thing, it was not like two separate pieces where his bed was up and my bed was up. It was one big thing that... So the end result of this... So you guys had a, like a double bed? They're yeah, connected. But, like, you're they connected, transfer vibrations. There's like, a, there's like an, an eight-foot span in between you because that's where the... I like where this is heading. So the, the end result of this was, was a structure where if one person is doing something, the other person knows mm. that person is <laughs> you're, doing you're something. Con- you're connected because by the some... the connection would yeah. vibrate. It was built out of wood. <laughs> right. You guys are like tethered by molecules. It was like bunk beds, but horizontal. Yeah. You're quantumly entangled. Imagine yeah, quantum horizontal bunk beds. beds. <laughs> horizontal bunk beds. It sounds like the worst idea. And you had to climb up a little ladder to like get up to your bed. Why did they have to be connected? Because it was that was stability. How they were built. So they it were lofted, like, so you had yeah, room. probably it was stability. stable. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's um, because you couldn't it couldn't fall over in an earthquake, right? Because they were they <laughs> took up the entire length and breadth of the room. I I don't really understand where they're like connected and separate, but like I'm across where the head and the feet would be. Oh my god! Okay, that's so weird. All right, good, good, good. Go ahead. This is like some religious shit. No, no, so I mean... one night I <laughs> thought I was I thought I was being really <laughs> quiet, quiet and really still, right? Because I knew like this this thing like shakes, yeah. you know. <laughs> so you already knew that you were taking the necessary. Yes. <laughs> and I t- and so the next he didn't say anything that night. The next morning, and I got to give this guy a lot of credit because he handled it like a fucking. Champ, better than anybody <laughs> here. Would. So good for an eighteen-year-old boy. Like, could not have been more. I hope he went into international diplomacy. <laughs> he handled it like a nuclear negotiation. Because yeah. here's what he said to me. He said, 
you must have had a hard time sleeping last night <laughs> because it felt like you were tossing and turning a lot. <laughs> oh, uh. That's what he said. But what he, what I knew he was saying, and what he knew I knew he was saying, <laughs> and what I knew he knew I knew he was saying. Levels was that hey. I noticed you were jerking off last night. <laughs> yeah. Could you maybe not do that anymore? <laughs> and what I said back was, yeah, I, I did have a tough time sleeping last night, but I feel much better, and I'm sure that will never happen again. <laughs> and that was it. Like That was the whole conversation, and it was oh, so wow. perfect, because that guy could have... Yeah, said really almost anything. You. Bro, you juking it last night? But he night? handled it so, like... Way more maturely than I probably would have under the similar circumstance. Can I ask so, you, Matt, did you take a while? Or do you, were you pretty quick about things? Do 18-year-olds take a long time <laughs> no, to I, jerk off, man? Yeah, yeah, sometimes I I might have. I guess when stealth is a factor, it might affect... Stealth was a factor. Because yeah. <laughs> that might have like, presented might have... Like, a lot non-optimal... It would, be, it would be hard to deny that stealth was a factor. There you go. <laughs> Except you seem to fail on the stealth. Yeah. Well, I thought I did pretty well, yeah. but, you know. The, you know, when you got the review later... It was a very... Later. You have to, it's hard to me... It's hard to describe to you how rickety the contraption <laughs> we were sleeping on were like you literally the first week you moved in they had them for rent down as in the lobby and you had to like take it up and build it yourself so like imagine the two of us putting up this fucking thing i'm just like and just i mean being like this will be totally safe for us to sleep on i mean not to like say to, to get into the specifics but i mean the the transposition of your hand is can't be more than a few inches hither tither. And <laughs> is that well, a scientific term? I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm That's not how say- the scientists say it, hither tither. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that, like, but even that was enough to cause a disturbance in the vibrations of the, I could see it. Of the thing, because yeah. I imagine that, I just imagine, like, you literally focusing on some I'm sure very, I was doing the absolute best I could yeah a min a minimal a minimal sort of uh nevertheless nevertheless the effort failed. he was tuned he was tuned in I well, think he was searching for it I have to say I think the that episode was cool, has been... that guy was cool I wonder where that guy is now <laughs> I would love to know he's not listening to this podcast he's married to Megan Fox <laughs> he was Beth uh, Green <laughs> no, because his name was David Silver. I actually, now that I think about it, I think his name was Adam Silverman. Got it. Um, yeah, he was cool. He was like a punk. He had a nose ring and a mohawk and rode his mo- his bicycle. Uh, and yet he had Skateboard. all that tact. Skateboard everywhere. And he had all that tact in New York. Yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. He was a great roommate. He wanted to be a filmmate. He wanted to go to film school, which I also did at the time. And uh, we made like a little parody of Star Trek, uh, Star Trek, Trent, of Twin Peaks uh, on our dorm floor because we had a kid who had long, greasy brown hair, blonde hair and looked like Bob. So we were like, you're going to be the Bob in our Twin Peaks Hell yeah. show because he had a Super 8 camera. It was fun. It's a good roommate. Sweet. Yeah. Can you guys believe the episode has probably been done for like 10 <laughs> minutes? It's a great now. episode. <laughs> Don't care. It's fantastic. I want I want Jake to tell his roommate story that he told me. I don't know if it's true, but like he talked about how his roommate had sex above him and wow. And I get and he always told me this story and I always love this story and I've I've told it as my own probably a few times. But anyway, you told him about how like his roommate was clearly, you know, they were doing sexual activities. Sexual activities at the end and then Did they not realize And you then were at there? the end he kind of was just like, oh, all right, well, that's it. And uh, and she was like, well, I don't know. I don't know how he always phrased it, but he was like, she was like, tell me something. Tell me something profound. And then he says, 64,000 people died at Gettysburg. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and Jake, <laughs> Jake underneath was just couldn't help like laughing at that moment. because uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. Or something like I've that. I've forgotten about that. Yeah, that was, I always loved that. That's stuff. your story, right? I know. I just stole it for it. I just, I mean, uh, you can elaborate on it, but I, I love that story. <laughs> that was, I, 
It's, yeah. It's not call it being College. caught masturbating, but it's being caught in in the midst interruptus. of something. <laughs> yeah. Coitus interruptus. I, I think what I did from there is, God, it must have been like like five o'clock in the morning or something after like not sleeping very well at all, obviously. Because um, you're tethered, <laughs> you're tethered by like the the, the bunk, bunk bed situation it's the again. Same problem, yeah. It's the same problem. I mean, you turned the bunk beds into a horizontal bunk beds, but you were still connected, connected. by the molecules. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, that seems so much more weird. Anyway, like at eye level with the, each other. The story ends with me like going and doing. Yeah, but you were at eye level anyway. Yeah. You it, before you were just on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking bunk beds versus horizontal. It's just beds. lifting Something the beds from is, where they already yeah. were. Well, no, but Got it. but in Jacob's situation, he's the lower. And the yeah, 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 yeah. It's just funny. And anyway, I ended up doing uh, laundry at five a.m. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always good to do. That day, yeah. college students Get need to do more productive. fucking laundry. Yeah. yeah, and then like I come, I sort of, he <laughs> he saw me like later on. I was like, "Where were you? Did you get up early?" I was like, <laughs> "Yep, just had some laundry to do." <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't sleep very yeah, well. I couldn't sleep very well <laughs> thinking about the Civil War <laughs> and the yeah, laundry. terrible toll on the terrible losses. You must have been Gettysburg. thinking. About about uh, that but, as well. But, hang on a minute. Was it sixty-two thousand? <laughs> it was. I don't know if I have the number right, but it's yeah, huge. That's, it's a pretty. It's several that's a thousand. Huge number. I think he said sixty thousand, but I don't remember. But he he knew his numbers. Uh, somehow, someday we might get a corrections on uh, that yeah. one. How many people died? I guess. Uh, but there were there was like a million in uh, Pol Pot's era, weren't there? Jesus. Which part of the Civil War was that? No. Oh, that was the, the, the what is your point, man? That yeah. some people have been... Are you more saying, suffering? Are you I'm saying, gatekeeping are you the suffering. some things are even worse than the Civil yeah. War? No, Fine. I don't know. Magnitude I'm sorry. I'm trying to wish this guy, that's pretty profound. It was profound. She said, something, she said, tell me something profound, and he did it. I was always impressed by that, because yeah. he had that, that knowledge at his... Uh, it's right there in his pocket. What was her reaction? Do you remember? And quick enough to think to do it, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh knowing the that this woman at the time, she probably did not appreciate it. <laughs> the way I did. Yeah, you appreciate it. You yeah. wish you were up there cuddling yeah. that guy. You're all like chuckle chuckle. <laughs> yeah. Chuckle chuckle. He's so right. He's so smart and sexy. Had me at I think her her reaction was probably like, What? <laughs> was she searching for some kind of comment about herself? Yeah. Probably. Of course, she probably was. like yeah, like something to, she was like about the relationship. Yeah. She wanted, oh my god, I love you so much right now. How can we assume these things? No, Maybe she, she appreciated. Seem impressed. It right? seems weird to ask that question. She no. for sure wanted self affirmation. Yeah. Something you would do something or, about, or something. Tell me how much you love me. Or, yeah. or to give her credit, maybe just something deeply romantic. Yeah, right. no, oh. like she wanted to. I never thought I could feel this way or something. Yeah, the stars and the moon. <laughs> but clearly, he did. Uh, he did think he could feel that way. The earth moved, baby. Yeah. I'm curious what each of our lines would be to that that oh, question. That'd be a great one. Like, say what? something profound. Yeah, yeah, say something profound. Sean's is 42. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go bowling. Yeah. Nerd. yeah. Mm. Does anybody have anything else? The episode's been over I, for ten no. minutes. I don't think we could possibly have anything no. else. <laughs> I would say I would just tell her that even quantum physicists don't understand quantum physics. So don't feel bad. So don't feel bad. There you go. That's right. That would be profound. You could be like, yeah. Let me tell you about Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. It means nothing, baby. Yeah. This will blow your mind. Yeah. Schrodinger's pussy, that's what I would say. <laughs> just because for say the, something just profound. to give it a little edge. Okay, what's that the worst now, now what's the worst answer to that question? <laughs> say something Something profound. about pull pot, probably. Condoms <laughs> don't always work. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're uh, right. Yeah, it's not good to bring up massacres so much. Yeah. The human head weighs eight pounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from like the, that one uh, movie? Yeah. Murder. Jerry You've been Maguire. listening to oh Jerry Maguire. Podcast, that kid was like, <laughs> yes, Jerry. speaking of which, Ma- that's Matt. a quote from Jerry Maguire and Min was from my favorite murder. <laughs> <laughs> they found the head. It weighed eight pounds. Matt, have no, you. No, I was pulling some Jonathan have, Lipnick. Have you shit. been watching. Worst Crooks in America Celebrity Edition? <laughs> no, because I don't like Celebrity Editions. I 
but Lipnicki, the actor who is was that it? kid, is on it. Isn't oh. Tanya Harding on it too? Tanya Harding is too, oh, yes, and Morgan Fairchild. Ooh. Wow, a real that's a real, that's that's a real murderer's row. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jim J. Bullock, of celebrities oh. for worst Jim J. Bullock. In America. Wow, uh, what's that's the best they could do? I don't know huh? that guy from uh, Too Close, Too Close for, for, comfort? for Comfort. Oh, sh- Monroe, and he was always and he was on Hollywood Squares. Oh, Jesus, yeah. he's great. His first name was J M. Yeah, <laughs> that's how he Pronounced spelled Jim. <laughs> oh no, makes sense to me. Guys, this was one of the best episodes that I have no I idea. I have so many more things It was so to great to hang out with you all. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to say that Bones had sex in this episode. Oh, go, go Bones. He was Bones. I hope we got to say one of the on profound things that we thought of. He had an episode of sobriety, yeah. and he should be rewarded for that. I really liked this episode. It was very romantic. And I you feel did, like you watched it before. I did. I did. And you genuinely liked I it. Did. I've yeah. It, it made me feel. I've like... I've never done that. I'm going to try that sometime to actually watch that episode. <laughs> I realized tonight, just as we were talking, I didn't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I'm glad I did because well, it's good that somebody has. <laughs> yeah. Because there would be no, there but would I, be no relationship. I feel to like Star we Trek all. At that point. Had... I don't know. The, at last week's episode, we. We didn't talk about the episodes the whole time. Those are generally our better episodes. Didn't matter at all. I feel like we had a great date night tonight, guys. I did. Yeah. I agree. No yeah. one is coming to this. Well, period. I was. Gonna... <laughs> I had. A, I had a, another half of that sentence. But... <laughs> but nobody. <laughs> nobody's coming. But you hit a profound truth pretty early on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to finish that thought. Nobody's coming to this. How but dare if they you? did, take that back, my babe. They would find some profound truths in here. I'm just saying. Well, the good thing about a podcast is it, is it can live for eternity beyond oh, us, and that, we can wait for others thing? to come. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing about a podcast. We're going to be like one of those, because they're going to keep making Star Trek. We're going to be like one of the ships on the Star Trek episode where it's generational. We've talked about this before. We talked about about warp to the next generation. You're going to have to start getting the kids in here pretty soon. I have climbed the podcast and it is hollow. (laughs) We give this to you. What about the money? No, just this. No, this is all we got. We spent the money. (laughs) It's a beautiful. We have have 27 listeners. What did you do with that $40 a month you were passing away every month? (laughs) The podcast is hollow and I have touched touched myself. Yeah, we spent it all on bean burritos. (laughs) We were sued by so many organizations and... Please uh, do not mention us on your podcast. All right. Every celebrity we've ever insulted. (laughs) Yeah. I just listened to one where we just really... The ADA... We were being brutal about Jason Momoa's acting abilities. Uh, Um, Okay. Well, then, if that's that, that. tune in next week for episode nine, The Tholian Web. Until then, my name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. Philippe. Aaron. Minwin. Yeah, man. Woo! Bye, everybody. Bye. This has been Warped, the Unnecessary Star Trek podcast. To find out more, visit us at www.patreon.com forward slash warped.